Okay, hold on, man. I don't own your book. Okay, what? I, need to, I need to correct this. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. I'm not doing that. As we're recording, add to cart. Bear Nation, how are we doing? This is your host, Rob Napoli, and you are tuning in to another episode of the Bear Necessities Podcast, a podcast where we sit down with entrepreneurs, ecosystem partners, and innovation folks to talk about what it takes to launch, create, and scale businesses across the world. Bear Nation, how are we doing? I'm really excited. This is part two of the episode that I did with Nick Kwasi. Nick is a good friend of mine. He's the head of storytelling at DemoStack. Uh, he had he has an amazing journey, and we spent the first part of the podcast talking about something that we all hear, kind of brand evangelism and how to make brand evangelist and the kind of role of the head storyteller or having a brand evangelist kind of high-level person leading, but also brand um, evangelism from the front lines. And then we got into what his specialty is, which is the power of video. He is amazing at shooting content, creating content, laying it out. It's what he does. It's what he's good at. And so we wanted to split this up and really kind of break into two parts so it's easier to listen to and really hone in on some of the, the knowledge and gems that he drops in this episode. So um, I hope you enjoy part two with Nick. He has the voice for podcasts, the voice for radio. Uh, he brings a lot of dynamic energy and great um just great nuggets of wisdom in this episode. So enjoy this episode and thank you for tuning in. Well, so what, well, what I want to actually do for, cause I think that was a great kind of piece is, is transitioning to the power of video, right? We've yeah. talked a lot about um, this in the terms of brand evangelism. So let's talk about the power of video and why is video so important? You talked about like 1% of 1% um, are creating video on, on um, LinkedIn. And, and, and I want to just kind of like, in this picture, we saw Instagram, you know, TikTok came out um, and exploded on the scene. Instagram combated that by creating reels. Um, in fact, Instagram's out in 2023. They overweighted video and they're going to kind of balance it out. But we saw like the rise of, like not the rise of, but I mean, corporate bro um, really grew, like blew up. Um, you talk about Will Aiken, all these people about kind of having these kind of curated satire type you know, having a plan, kind of putting together a mini script, creating content, and then kind of chopping it up. So let's let's get into that. Why you talked about your love for video? So let's talk about it. What's what is the power of video, and how it does that you the period and the sentence? It makes you a human being. And I spent a lot of days on the road. I mentioned earlier there was one point I had like a lineup at one event of people who wanted to talk to me because of they felt they knew me, right? So what that did was it positioned me as an authority. Um, they felt they knew me and they had no problem coming up. I mean, a few of them were like, can I talk to you? Like, I'm kind of a small fish. I'm like, man, what's your name? Like, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Right. I'm just so curious about people. So it makes you very human. Um, and I mean, it, 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 I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but it makes you very human. And that's that's what it comes down to and people buy from people they like people they buy from people they or people buy from people they know like and trust i mean these are all things you've heard before but that's what happens is when you create content even if you don't know and i think the best way one of the key things about creating content video but text-based post too is step in the ledge will appear you don't need to be a subject matter expert you just need to be one rung higher on the ladder than someone else to bring them value so that's really key um, and video is not hard. And that's where I almost drove past this so fast the last couple of years. I'm like, video is so fucking easy. What do you mean you're struggling with it? Turn your fucking iPhone on. Get a teleprompter out. What do you need? 
but I realized that this was such a heavy load for people. But then I'd spend 30 minutes with them and we occasionally do like office video hours for social, social on Fridays as well. And I would just say, look, this is super easy. Here's how to jump, drop everything into a Google Word doc, dictate it in. And here's how you take, rip that content, turn that into 60 social posts. Here's how you shoot it on your iPhone. Here's how you want your lighting to be. Like in five minutes of them taking through their home office, I'm like, no, stop. You want the tripod in that corner of the room because how you're being lit on that side, right? So for me, it's super easy things. I, I, I forget sometimes. Um, but I also think too, I train so many people how to be on a stage. And to me, creating video on LinkedIn is, is Little League. Now, if you've never picked up a baseball bat and you, you leave in a Little League, that fastball coming in is... It's a learning curve, but if you do it on stage, that's major league baseball. So for me, it's, it's a lot easier to teach it in, in, in the lower level to present yourself on like LinkedIn and YouTube shorts and all that. Um, but video, video is so fucking effective. It is. Here's a stat that I'll, I'll give you and maybe another stat, but <clears throat> as humans, we consume content from video 60 percent faster six times faster than we do written content like our brains are processing that content so much faster which means we can consume it quicker we can make better decisions and we can consume more of it in a shorter amount of time so if we know that humans consume video quicker than writing and reading text posts and we're not doing it like this is a missed opportunity and the other thing that i love about video and, and and it kind of chaps my ass that companies do this. Like all these sales, especially B2B salespeople are like, their whole goal is to get a meeting, right? 15 minutes of your time, blah, blah, blah. It's like, stop, drive them to your website, have a two minute demo, less than three minutes, get them excited, right? Drive them, retarget them. They'll call you back. And then you actually have a chance to ask great questions and do a curated demo that is very, you know, created to like knowing what their problem is. And so you're not just giving your stock demo, like you have different ways to do this, but like so many brands are afraid to like put a mini demo out on their website or on Vimeo or YouTube because it's like, well, others are going to see it. It's like, who the fuck cares? Like make it easier. We can go buy, I can go buy a car tomorrow on Carvana without ever looking and going test drive. hundred percent. I think the best way to look at that, Rob, we're talking from a content perspective, but video as a seller, is so critical. And I'll give you a great example. <clears throat> I was selling this product to uh, doctors a couple of years ago and they would see the ad on Instagram and kind of impulsively book a meeting. So it had their personal email, couldn't follow up, would try. I was doing so much work, like trying to, you know, call the dental office. I was getting gate kept by, by, you know, the reception. And what I realized was, was that, well, let me do this. Let me drop 48 hours in advance. Hey, Rob, it's Nick from Blank Company. I'm so excited because you booked a meeting for 9 a.m. Central, your time on Tuesday. And we're going to talk about ABC. Really excited to meet you. Also, just want to let you know, if you have any questions in advance, just drop them in the reply to this uh, video. And I'll make sure that, that I get to those, that those things are covered in our talk. Thanks so much. Have a great day. 15 seconds. And what wound up happening was our hold rate for meetings, because they were impulsively booking, was 42%. We got it to over 80% when I started sending out one 15 seconds to send out a custom email just to hold the meeting. So we were getting twice as many bites at the apple, right? That's the power of video. Now take that and look at it through a lens of a fucking brand changes fucking everything. You know, now think about how to promote your brand with video, how to create engaging 
telling great stories? How do you take your narrative and turn that into scripting that's going to pop for short form, right? And that's the beautiful thing about this, right, too, is as you flip this around, is like so many brands are just putting content and it's like all this like great like video, blah, 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 but it, there's no human element to it. And the, the human is it going back to it is like putting human faces, putting experiences and just being a human yep. changes the game in the way that video works. And I think it's so powerful. So I want to kind of go back to something you're talking about, like, you know, the little leagues versus major leagues. There's a lot of people, I work with a lot of founders who are afraid to be on video. They're just afraid because they think that maybe their English isn't great or they're not great on camera. Yep. And, you know, what I always like to do, what I do with them a lot, and this is a great way to create content, instead of making a script is I'll say, hey, you know what? Book me for an hour. I'll come up with 25 questions. I'm going to ask him and interview you. And we're just going to chop your piece of it. And then we have content. Like it's, it's simple as get somebody to interview you. There's all kinds of easy ways to get comfortable with video. So what is your best way for somebody who's like, Nick, I'm afraid of just being on camera. Like my fear is that what would you do to get them comfortable? What are the, some of the, the, the tips? Like mine's like having somebody interview you. What are some other tips to give them to make them comfortable on camera and get them on their path to being, you know, creating content and feeling good about it. Call me. That's it. Um, no, I think, I think you hit it with, with interview styles. So that's one of the things that, that we're, we're doing a lot of right now is, is interviewing people. We have this studio set up. We were flying people in to have them kind of co-host what we were doing here at demo stack. And we switched the format a little bit. Um, and what wound up happening was, you know, I had to call six people and say, listen, um, you know, we can't fly in anymore. You know, we're changing the format Two said, can you, can I still fly in? I want you to interview me. So I think, I think the best way to look at this is, um, have someone interview you, give them the questions, but think about how you would answer in sound bites, right? And I think, look at your answer, dictate an answer, just one answer that you would give. So I have a tech product that helps product-led growth conversion, let's say. Okay, cool. So what's the question I'm asking you? Give me the answer. Well, that's two paragraphs, way too long. What's the one key point? What Out of that two paragraphs, PLG founder, what do you want out of that? Like, what is the most impactful? I can just eyeball it, but teaching people to do that, that's the line. Ask the question again, give that line, stop. And what people do is they they feel that they're pitching and they're like, I got to get all this out. And I sold it this time saying it this way and sold it this way saying it this way. Don't think of it that way. Think about giving value. What's something that maybe I have a company that needs your PLG service. What do I need to be thinking about, about product-led growth period? That's the opportunity. It, and I love that you bring this up because the hard part is, is everyone wants to just word vomit and then the answer is five minutes long. No one wants to watch a five minute video. No. It needs to be 60 seconds or less. So how do you become 18 seconds? That's what you got. 18. What is your, give you a great example. Okay. Um, when I talk about dumping stuff into a word document, I use an example outside of, of selling or marketing. So I talk about cooking. Here's an 18 second clip. Every time I cook salmon, I use a cast iron skillet because that uniform heat is going to crisp up the skin. I take the filet, olive oil, salt, pepper, both sides. That's it. Drop it skin side down, three minute timer. Flip three minutes, take it off, rest three minutes. Best salmon you've ever eaten in your life. 18 seconds, and it's an actionable insight, something that someone can actually walk away, stop the video, and go and apply immediately. So a lot of people like 
take pictures of salmons in the grocery store and send it to me now because that's always the example I used. But it's a great example, right? Because it's a short form tactic. I didn't time that. That was probably 15 to 18 seconds. That's how you need to think about whatever it is you're talking about with video. If you can master that and it's not hard to do and come to socialsocial.io and I'm not trying to plug it. I'm just saying this. these are the conversations we have every day in there. Um, so come to Social Social and we can help kind of guide you on on that path. The other thing that you you know you highlighted in that is that when you're creating content, create content of value for your audience, not for yourself, right? Like if you're creating it about you or for you, it comes off as just conceited. Like I did this and I did that. Like yeah. hey, you know, like yeah, we know Nick cooked the salmon perfectly. And what he's saying is like this is what I do for the best cooked salmon ever. It's boom, boom, try it, right? It's not like I'm amazing and I invented it. It's like hey, this is how I found out the best way because I found it through some other thing. I want to make sure you know how to get have the best cooked salmon in your life. And it's actionable. It's not about you. And and it was Bilal uh, Batrawi from Death to Fluff, hashtag Death to Fluff, who's amazing, great guy, one of my favorite people. He's the one who really hammered that home to me is, who's the hero of the story? It's not fucking you. It's your prospect, right? And if you look at your correspondence, if you look at your content, it's us, we, our solution, our features. Fuck that. People want their problem to be heard. You need, if you want to tell a great story, what you're trying to do is pull your prospect from across the stage into the story with you so they can visualize themselves next to you. That's the fucking goal of telling a great story and getting someone interested in what you're doing. So I think that's the way you need to think about it. You are not the hero. It's about them. And, and my challenge to you, if you're listening to this podcast right now, go look at the last 10 sales emails you sent out. And, and it's going to be 98% of people, it's about you. Flip that switch, changes the whole dynamic. Selling content, regardless, it works in both. And, and I think that if, one of the things I love about create video, if you get really good at creating short kind of short form video content, your writing actually gets better. Because you actually, if you actually practice writing for video, you're, when, you, when you start writing emails, you'll realize that your emails are more impactful, they're more storytelling, yep. they're shorter, they're crisper. Yep. And it actually wins for selling content like all areas of, of your life, it actually helps you become more value added yep. to the communities that you serve, to your community. Like going yep. back to what we talked about with community, you're becoming more value added to your community and less about you or sales or whatever. And, it, and it, when you start doing it in one area, it transcends all the areas and it becomes such, it, it's a game changer for the way that your brand as a whole gets viewed across all platforms by your prospects. You nailed that. And let me give you an example of giving value. And again, I'll turn it into a different story. So when I was on cruise ships, I was a department of one person selling a really high-end product. And the craziest place on of the week is embarkation day. So when everyone gets on to Miami and that guest services desk from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., 5 p.m., is 300 people deep and they have everyone in the hotel the hotel director f&b manager head of housekeeping they're trying to solve problems but they don't want to be there they're in a defensive position so what i used to do i didn't have to be there that was as close as i had to a day off was turnaround day but i was there 11 30 waiting for the all clear that we're at uh we're at guest zero so that's when everyone's off we start laying new people on and what would happen is i would work that line and i would gently say hey, I'm not guest services, but can I just see if you're in the right line? Because you might not be, and it's kind of long, and I'm not guest services. So I'd get the question, and I'd be like, half the time, they were in the wrong line. So I'd say, oh, great, Rob, you see this 45-minute line you're in? You don't need to be in it. See that two-minute line? That's where you want to go. And they would say, oh, my gosh, thank you. And look at my name badge. Oh, Nick from Canada. 
oh, what, what do you do? And I'd be like, oh, actually, you know, we do that. We talk about the duty-free shopping. We actually have a really cool presentation tomorrow, you know, at noon in, in the theater. Come see, and they would come and they would big, bring friends because now I had solved their problem. And even though I was trying to get them in the dark theater on the first sea day when the first lunch buffet was opening on deck 12 by the pool, they would fucking show up. You solved the problem for them. You gave them value. Exactly. And I love that. And and I think that if we, you know, for all those out there listening, and I know as an entrepreneur, it's tough because you've got so much other things happening when you're a founder, CEO, whatever. Invest into this this idea of content, the power of video, and just sharing some of those things with your community. Because when you do that, you become human, people buy from you, and it opens so many doors. And I think we just, you know, you just nailed that home with just the way that you do that. And, it, and it, again, it transcends all areas of life, in-person, written communication, verbal communication, and video communication. Rob, I'll wrap it with this. This is how you need to look at it. Entrepreneur, founder, you need to look at it as um, no matter how great your product or service is, no one's going to buy from you if they don't know about it. And I can't tell you how many times I've sat down with technical co-founders and they're like, I changed the fucking world. It's going to sell itself. Cool, it might sell itself, but there's still that gap of marketing, right? That awareness, that demand gen, right? How do you close that gap? Content. If you're a solopreneur, founder, trying to get, you know, a series, create content. You're a founder trying to get VC money, create content. You want all eyes on you, create content and give value. I mean, Larry Long always says it. It's not about what you know. It's not about who you know. It's about who knows you, my friend. And you need I to create need to- content to be known. I need to give Larry Long a virtual hug. That's my guy. I miss him. <laughs> so, um, you know, definitely if you are interested in this topic, socialsocial.io, join the community. I'm in there. A lot of great stuff, a lot of great lessons. But Nick, how can, you know, as we're wrapping up here, how can Bear Nation get a hold of you? How do they stay in touch with you if they want to learn more? What do you got to plug for us? Connect with me on LinkedIn. Don't follow. Connect. Say I heard John Rob's podcast. Uh, and hang out on social, social, man. I'm telling you, that's really, it's bumping. We, we're we shocked how how busy the Slack channel is and how people are asking questions, but the community is answering them. This caught us off guard. We thought we were doing it to try and get some interesting answers about algorithms, but it's taken a life of its own. So if you're thinking about doing this, just come hang out with us on social, social.io. Love it. I'll make sure to have um, your LinkedIn and the address socialsocial.io in the show notes. So all you got to do is open it up, click on the link, and you're in. Nick, I appreciate you, my guy. We're going to have you back um, soon. We have so much more to, to catch up on and, and topics to cover. I appreciate you joining Bear Nation here today. Thank you so much, my friend. Here for you, buddy. You're my guy. I love it. Bear Nation, until next time, as always, stay well, rise up. Peace. Bear Nation, thanks for listening to the Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review.